Montessorians have a lot of jargon that we throw around. It can sometimes be isolating and kind of elitist. I feel pretty strongly about using language that everyone can understand, speak about, and relate to, especially when one of my main missions is to spread the word about how amazing a Montessori life can be. There's a lot of Montessori lingo out there that can sometimes be confusing. So today we're going to take a closer look at the phrase in particular, follow the child, and find out not only what it means, but how you can begin practicing it at home, even at the infant stage of your child's development. As always, you can join the conversation over at montessoridad.substack.com. Follow the child is a phrase so many Montessori teachers use when describing how they go about working with and accessing the skills of a student. I can appreciate how this saying honors the child and kind of checks the adult at the door from driving their own agenda, but I think it can be off-putting to a lot of people as well. Many parents don't want their teacher to, quote, follow the child. Their child needs encouragement, even a push, dare I say. Parents don't always want teachers or even themselves following their child and allowing their child to make their own decisions, their own choices, without guidance from any adult. See what I did there? That's exactly the misinterpretation of what follow the child really means. When a Montessorian says that they follow the child with no explanation, it diminishes what the practice looks like. We follow the child when we take time to get to know them. We follow the child when each day, each week, each month, we sit and observe the child and see what their natural tendencies are and are not. We follow the child when we take the information our observations apply us with and use it to inform our practice. We follow the child when we meet them where they are and support them through the following steps in their social, emotional, and academic learning. We follow the child when we watch them, listen to them, and guide them in the right direction. Maybe, may that be somewhere they don't normally take themselves or offer them the little nudge children sometimes need. And we follow the child not to let them make all their own choices, solve all their own problems, and dictate the structure of their day or the content of their education. Following doesn't mean watching and doing nothing. It is meant to say that Montessorians get actual, factual information through relationship building and observations and use it to guide the child's natural path. This isn't something a child can decide for themselves, which is why in many Montessori schools, teachers are called guides. I don't love using that term either, but with the right explanation and in the right context, it is truly a beautiful way to support a student's education and describe the role of the teacher. I found that many people think of two extremes when asked to describe Montessori. One is that in Montessori school, children are allowed to do anything they want. The other is that the teachers dress all in black, stand on the perimeter of the classroom, and children must do academic work all day long. Funny enough, neither of these situations sound like they're following any child. 
and don't in any way accurately describe a Montessori classroom. This is why we all need to do the work and understand what we really mean when we say this. The use of relationship building, trust, support, and knowledge of the young child is what I want people to know when they hear the phrase, follow the child. The best person to ask, though, is what did Maria Montessori mean when she was encouraging teachers and parents to follow their child? Well, to start with, in her time, she was one of the first to really observe the children. She really understood that children were not empty vessels. She observed how they developed and what they needed. In her speech in 1942, when she was asked to recall how she came to develop the pedagogy in the first school, she said, What was the wonder due to? No one could state it clearly, but it conquered me forever because it penetrated my heart as a new light. One day I looked at them with eyes that saw them differently, and I asked myself, Who are you? Are you the same children you were before? And I said within myself, perhaps you are those children of whom it was said that they would come to save humanity. If so, I shall follow you. Since then, I am she who tries to grasp their message and to follow them. And in order to follow them, I changed my whole life. I was nearly 40. I had it in front of me, a doctor's career and a professorship at the university. But I left it all because I felt compelled to follow them and to find others who could follow them. For I saw that in them lay the secret of the soul. Anyone who wants to follow my method must understand that he should not honor me, but follow the child as his leader. And we have to understand that at the time, the school system that Maria Miranasori was around and the parenting style were all about controlling children's behavior, molding them into, quote, obedient citizens. It was considered generally that children were unruly, naughty, and as she stated, empty vessels, and needed to be corrected and taught everything. And violence against children was the norm. Maria Montessori was not a teacher, and she had no preconceived idea about how to educate children, so she went on to simply observing them scientifically. Out of necessity, she involved them into the daily life of the classroom. And she didn't have lots of means. She offered them what she had. A few materials and everyday activities. Conversation, language activities, words that she was writing on a paper, and so on. Step by step, she uncovered what she would describe as the new child. A child who was focused, able to empathize, able to work in a group, able to respect others. And that child didn't need to be punished or rewarded. That child didn't need to be taught. He was able to learn when he was provided with a suitable environment. This, the time, and even now, is still an amazing discovery. It seems obvious, as you're sitting here listening to me, that children have their own ideas, have interests, and are able to learn when it is interesting. And yet, mainstream education still decides what curriculum to teach. Most teachers will decide about a group of topics, and there are targets to achieve regardless of the child's individual development. Even if your child doesn't attend a Montessori school or is not home educated, you can still embrace this idea of following your child. And so after the break, let's see how you can start to put this Montessori concept into practice, shall we? This podcast is humbly sponsored by BetterHelp. 
As a holistic health coach turned mental health advocate, I know the importance of finding the right support. Why? Because I've been battling anxiety and depression for over 10 years, and I know I'm not the only one who struggles with their mental health. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. All you do is just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you're matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. I say this all not as someone telling you to simply click on another sponsor, but as someone who's been seeing a better health therapist for the past year. I've never felt more valued, respected, and full of hope for my mental clarity than I do with each passing session with my therapist. Join the 3 million plus people, that plus being me, who have taken charge of their mental health when experience better health therapists. As a special bonus offer to listeners, you get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. That's betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. Remember, just because you need help doesn't mean you're not worth helping. As a Montessori parent or teacher, the first thing you need to do is observe your child. What do they play with spontaneously? What skills are they working on? Do they seem to be all about physical activities, neglecting any tray-based activities? Do they seem to be obsessed with small objects or lining up? Do they always want to chat with you or ask you questions constantly? It's important to observe without judging. We cannot deny that we have expectations and preconceived ideas about what our children should learn. But the truth is that they know what they need. Only through freedom and environmental experience, it is practically possible for human development to occur. And the same is true for children. And so providing an environment that allows that freedom is another necessary step. The children really begin to show us who they are. We need to provide them with a safe environment that will allow them to explore freely. So after you've observed your child, make sure your home or your classroom is prepared for them. Do you encourage your child to be as independent as possible? Do you provide choices? Can your child have access to activities, tools, and whatever he might need? The next concept is kind of the crux of what follow the child is all about. That is freedom within limits. Following your child doesn't mean letting him do whatever he wants whenever. It's a common misconception, as we said, and something that even put some parents of the Montessori method off entirely. Life is full of, quote, limits. If we don't respect others, our belongings, or the earth, we will suffer the consequences. So don't be afraid to have some limits, as our child are only little, and they still have to learn those boundaries too. Follow the child. They will show you what they need, what they need to develop in themselves, and what area they need to be challenged in. The aim of the children who preserve in their work with an object is certainly not to learn. They are drawn to it by the needs of the inner life, which must be recognized and developed by its means. And so we have to take a look at activities based on those interests and their needs. And we also have to take a look at what we mean by needs. Needs would be what your child needs to progress in his development, such as fine motor skills, gross motor skills, developing vocabulary, learning some basic courtesy, and so on. 
So you might have observed that your child struggles to hold a pencil. You then want to work on the pincer grip by giving them some activities such as Play-Doh or transferring activities with a spoon. This way, you're covering a need. Often, when parents discover Montessori, their children have exposed have been exposed already to what we call fantasy and highly stimulating toys, screen time, and many structured play where the adult entertains the child. So you may think that when your child asks for a new Pokemon, that this must be what they need. Or if you give them total freedom with the screen, they might self-regulate. In my experience, it's that if you didn't start with Montessori or a simple, uncluttered way of playing, then you'll need a period where you remove those highly stimulating aspects to your child's life. During that time, you may feel that you're not following your child at all, but give it a few days, a few weeks, and your child will really show you what they actually need. It's a similar experience for Maria Montessori when she welcomed children in the first classroom. She had toys that she removed, seeing that it was not helpful, and the children were all over the place at first, and she gave them lots of practical life. Out of necessity, not just to keep them busy pouring two jugs, the children had to clean the table, had to help giving baths to the youngest. Slowly, the group settled, and the children started to flourish. When you provide an environment that allows your children to explore freely, they'll start to show you what they really need. You'll uncover what we call their sensitive periods. Another way to see it is to compare our nutriments needs versus sweets. We all love eating some sweets or candy, but we need proper food. So give some Pokemon cards to your child and offer him some other opportunities to sort. Let your child watch a bit of television and make sure he goes out every day. Life is all about a balance. And lastly, where does your role come in as a parent? I'm going to use a quote from Maria Montessori, and I'm going to continue the quote from just the simple follow the child, and that is, follow the child as his leader. We allow them to lead us, to show us the way to support them. As Maria Montessori said, anyone who wants to follow my method must understand that he should not honor me, but follow the children as their leader. Your role is to provide the opportunities to learn, grow, and develop in a safe and carefully prepared environment. We are their leader, but a leader who cheer them up, respect them, and never force them. The environment is created with a child in mind considering both his current development and his future needs. We respect and honor the child's natural progression, providing what he needs at each stage of development. We can provide activities, invitations to learn, and opportunities, but ultimately, the child will be the one who's going to choose what he does, the one who's going to learn. So the last question is, are you ready to follow your child? Thank you for listening to my journey through fatherhood here on Dad's Cry 2. And from this point forward, each entry is going to have a mix of my own parenting style through the Montessori lens, as well as what Montessori education looks like in real life practice. If you've got a question related to being a father, or even just parenting in general that you'd like to be answered, and more importantly, questions about Montessori, head down to the show notes and click on the link to send me an email. I'd love nothing more than to be of support. Lastly, 
Be sure to sign up for the newsletter that accompanies this show over at montessoridad.substack.com. You'll get parenting advice and support from a Montessori lens directly to your inbox, as well as weekly discussions to help get you, the listener, the parent, involved. Until next time, take care of yourself out there, parents.